I always became amazed by some individual's thoughts who enjoyed contributing to people's pain and suffering. I could not understand their frame of thinking. When I lived in Iran, I watched a black and white documentary movie about World War II about the Nazi collaborators who faced street justice who were shamed in front of their peers and were forced to have a short haircut. In my heart, I knew that the Nazi collaborators knew that they were acting cruel and unusual toward freedom-loving persons. They knew that Hitler planned to create a superior race by uprooting all individuals that they did not fit in his plan. The idea of not fitting in my plan is part of the Islamic Republic of Iran's ideology which is the capstone of Khomeini's final testimony to be accomplished by his successors. As Khomeini engaged in eight years of war with Iraq, attacking at Israel rather than making everlasting peace with Israel, of course, Maverick Khomeini labeled the U.S. as the Great Satan. Consequently, Iran's international relations with other countries remain ambiguous and threaten all nations' safety and security worldwide. Today, individuals like Hassan Abbasi, Mohammad Javad Zarif are well-known political actors who are part of the think tank of the Islamic Republic of Iran, developing strategies in Iran to export Khomeini's revolution outside of Iran. Mainly, the U.S. must bow down to the Islamic Republic of Iran. Mohammad Javad Zarif formed National Iranian American Council, NIAC, to influence the U.S. policies, aiming the interest of the Islamic Republic of Iran. The NIAC played its role very well in shaping the U.S. policies, which aimed at Iran's foreign policy. The NIAC used the strategy of the reform movement in Iran that the Islamic Republic of Iran was moving away from old-fashioned policy of smacking and hurting Iranians and neighboring countries. The U.S. political climate changed when Mr. Trump became the U.S. and ordered the U.S. Army to take down Ghassan Soleimani, who turned the Middle East nations into a terrorist playing ground for himself. Post-demise of terrorist Ghassan Soleimani, Mohammad Javad Zarif appeared in a television program in Iran. Zarif said explicitly he wanted to make sure Ghassan Soleimani would have positive publicity. The byproduct of his action was to shape the U.S. opinion by manipulating the news coverage in the U.S. The giant U.S.-based news agencies love sensational news, especially political tension issues that bring money to their corporates. It is all about showing me money. The U.S. news media agencies began to depict Ghassan Soleimani as a revered Iranian person and a national hero. When I read the U.S. news that they illustrated Ghassan Soleimani as a national hero, I was shocked. When I looked deeply into the story, I saw Nagar Mordasavi. I became interested in her personality. I checked some psychiatry journals. The mental illness of psychopath resonates with her very well. She knows well that the Islamic Republic of Iran, since its inception it is involved in murdering people, kidnapping, humiliating women with discriminatory laws, plundering Iran's wealth, depriving Iranians of economic prosperity, depriving Iranians of the pursuit of happiness, the Islamic Republic of Iran implemented the political economy of libertarians so a few can have unlimited access to wealth. People have become hopeless, homeless and the suicide rate is skyrocketing. One sign of psychopath is lying. Mordasavi is constantly lying about the Islamic Republic of Iran's domestic and foreign policies. She is enjoying that she is lying about the death and destruction of Iran and Iranians. Otherwise, she would not do it. As she is lying to people, she is manipulating the news coverage and being dishonest. Last, another sign of psychopath is callousness. She does not care about the basic needs of Americans and Iranians that the Islamic Republic of Iran is posing a security threat to the Americans and Iranians. I looked at her writing about the recent uprising in the province of Khuzestan, 
she wrote that Arabs populate the province of Khuzestan. She has no respect for Iranian Arabs. They are not Arabs, they are Iranian Arabs. She noted that they had long complained of discrimination. She is not a wise person. In this event, the Iranian Arabs have complained for a long time about discrimination, and Iran's regime has done nothing to stop. Therefore, the Islamic Republic of Iran violates human rights. Why would the U.S. hire her as a journalist to write articles? No one nowadays no one buys papers or reads papers because illiterate individuals like her hold a pen. In conclusion, whether Mordasavi wants to accept or not, the end of the Islamic Republic of Iran is very near. In the same way, the Nazi collaborators brought before justice, Mordasavi also will be brought justice for collaborating with the Islamic Republic of Iran. In general, after a short trial, if they were not executed, Nazi collaborators were imprisoned in gulag forced labor camps. The Volga German Autonomous Soviet Socialist Republic was abolished, and Volga Germans were banished from their settlements on the Volga River, with many being deported to Kazakhstan or Siberia. At the close of the war, France punished many Nazi collaborators. 9,000 were summarily executed during the liberation campaign. 1,500 were executed after a trial. 40,000 were sentenced to prison. After the war, 127 persons were sentenced to death in the Netherlands. Only 16 were executed. All war criminals in the Netherlands are free except for three Germans serving life sentences in Breda jail. Perhaps, it would be wise for her to act like her master Mahmoud Ahmadi Nezad and Hadami to speak against the Islamic Republic of Iran. After the collapse of the Islamic Republic of Iran, the judicial system will collapse have a softer tone against her. Copyright 2021 Payment ADL Dastiha. All rights reserved.